to always get the latest Game Tea, do not forget to follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at The Game Tea Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at Game Tea Podcast X. We post memes, gaming news, retweet friends of the pod, and of course, let you know when new episodes are available for your listening pleasure. Links are all available in the description of this episode, so check them out after the show, and thank you so much for listening to The Game Tea Podcast. everybody and welcome to another episode of the game tea podcast my name is jp i'm peaches okay wait am i second or third peaches make up your mind i don't know i'm zach and i'm czar how have we not figured this out yet (laughs) (laughs) hi hi, zach nice to see you i like messing with stuff anyways let's push past all this czar where are you at in mass effect Oh, Jesus. Uh, I just beat Novaria, and I'm pretty much doing all the companion side stuff and exploring all the galaxy, found all the Turian medals and the matriarch symbols, writings, whatnots. Ooh. So, yeah, just kind of picking up around, the, picking up trash around the galaxy. <laughs> Zara deserves a second shot at that fucking trivia game against Travis, because I have never been more embarrassed for anyone in my entire life, man. Agreed. <laughs> I felt so bad for you. And I was embarrassed about myself. Look, I'm just saying, <laughs> Zar brought shame to the Game Tea podcast, but maybe one day he'll be able to get his redemption. Okay, I but mean, those questions, so in-depth. Some of them, a lot of them seemed like surface level stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, most of those I was just being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also, I mean, that's coming, I don't know shit about Mass Effect, to, to be fair, you, you know, but it doesn't matter. I'm glad to hear that you're both having a lot of fun. I will pick it up when it goes on sale, which will probably be three weeks from now. Um, the thing is, like, imagine missing, like, a question, like, who is the main villain of Zelda? And, like, that's what Zar missing the Genophage question was kind of like. Or even the Saren question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even think of the guy's name. I just knew you shot him in the face. Do you not do you not do good under pressure? Yeah. Yeah. It's all the pressure. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> Look, uh, I like that snail and undertale. <laughs> the Czar Redemption arc right, is coming, alright? The Czar Redemption arc. <laughs> uh Zach, do you want to kick us off with itinerary? What are we talking about today, man? Today on the podcast, we're talking about CD Project Red turning four lawsuits into one. It's like magic. Magic. They really are talented. Netflix is going to expand into video games. Oh boy. Summer Game Fest. Can it possibly outshine E3? And then some quick hot takes with your boy Chez. Oh, wonderful. I think that sounds like a great episode. We are starting off with some CD Projekt Red news. So naturally, um, this is going to Peaches. Peaches, what the fuck? So... Basically, uh, CD Projekt Red, they were being sued a lot over the uh, tumultuous, that's your, uh, you know, $10 word, release of Cyberpunk. And they've they've now taken like four of these lawsuits that were all essentially the same thing. And they combined them into one class action lawsuit that kind of covers all of the people that were suing them, which just so happens to be all shareholders. <laughs> It's just, you know, shareholders of CD Projekt Red 
are the ones suing them over the release of Cyberpunk 2077. So, from the article... Whoa. <laughs> your own shareholders suing you? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty low. So, the article is four class action lawsuits over Cyberpunk's troubled launch are combining by Andy Robinson coming from Video Games Chronicle. So... Witcher developer confirmed are, on... Are they doing the Portora fusion, or just the old fusion dance? I don't know. Are you talking about anime? <laughs> yeah. Is this Dragon Ball Z? No, Dragon Ball Z, come anime. on. Anime, that's, that's DBZ, okay. man. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm i sorry. I'm, I'm not very caught up on my anime. All right, I have one question for you before Did... we get into actually important stuff. Are you a Vegito guy, or a Gogeta guy? Gogeta. Um... Trunks Chess. and Baby Gohan. Go to, his name is Go. Uh, it, just keep going before I come over to Colorado and hit you. Um, anyways, <laughs> the Witcher developer confirmed on Tuesday that the lead plaintiff had been appointed, and following this consolidation, all four lawsuits will now be subject to potential common court proceedings. The lawsuits will include, include at least two class actions from some of its own shareholders who allege that CD Projekt Red violated federal laws by misleading investors over the quality of Cyberpunk 2077 on consoles, consequently causing them to incur damages. According to the first lawsuit filed in December, CD Projekt Red made false and or misleading statements and or failed to disclose that Cyberpunk 2077 was virtually unplayable on current generation Xbox or PlayStation systems due to an enormous number of bugs. So, these guys are just mad because they wanted to make a lot of money, and they only made a little money. That's that's the entirety of it. I think that's a very surface-level take on the situation, though. I mean, let me be clear. These lawsuits are all outrageous, but my question for you, I guess, Peach, is do you think any of the lawsuits are legitimate? Like, the whole, you know... It can't the game can't be played on last generation, you know, PS4, old Xbox consoles. That's a legitimate criticism that should have been brought up. No, that's a legitimate criticism. Um, but the thing is, the the people who weren't able to play the game on their console aren't the people that are suing CD Projekt Red. Right. It's just the people that wanted to make lots of money and did not make lots of money. <laughs> oh fuck. I'm in cough, I can't the mute button. <coughs> okay. So to add on to Chess's defense here, um, I just read it and then I coughed and now I'm all nervous about it. God, I feel like the snail. Ah! <laughs> the snail. <laughs> okay, so um, CD Projekt Red and the article later states that like the very last paragraph, it says only a small percentage of Cyberpunk 2077 players claimed a refund. It's not like they were assholes about it. Like I know it started out those first two weeks, it was hard to get a refund, but now it's like, if you want a refund, you got it. Um, and so it's not like these people were locked in. You lost your 60 bucks, GG. Um, just just like Pete just said, I think they're just mad they didn't make as much money as they were planning on it. Um, they still made money mm -hmm. and it was still a shit show. Not just like you said, JP, not trying to fix this. Like they right. fucked up, um, but like they shouldn't be punished any more than like Bethesda fucked up. Like how buggy was Skyrim on launch? Like, come on, like th there's buggy fairness, games. Uh, like, and like, um... yes, there was some mismarketing here. Um, yes, this is an extraordinarily hard case, but I think these guys are just being a bunch of babies and trying to make more money. Right. And they're fixing it, too. So, I mean, the game will eventually get better. The game will eventually sell better. Um, it's just that instant gratification again. They were pissed off of the get go, but they're not willing to wait for it to build. 
Well, well, that's actually kind of what my fear is in all of this are is the fact that, okay, CD Projekt Red at this point, they understand damn well that they fucked up, right? And but the good thing about that is they've also expressed how they plan on making up for it. They fell short, but we've talked about a lot of these plans that they've had to try and come back and make it better. And the problem is the more shit like this keeps happening, the more they're going to be discouraged from trying to do that. We've been talking a lot about like the um, No Man's Sky treatment, but No Man's Sky had full support of its dev team and its fans to make the product better. In this case, even their own fucking shareholders are turning against Cyberpunk now because they didn't make the amount of money that they wanted to make. Well, okay, let me let me ask you guys. Let me ask you guys something. Um with all of the lawsuits and all of the refunds that they're having to issue, how long is it going to take before they run out of money to fund the the fixes that are necessary in this game? Like after enough of these lawsuits and refunds, they're going to not have enough money to do anything. I think um, that's a little uh, hyperbolic because they sold I mean, over yeah, 13 million copies. It's been a successful launch, even with all the... What, what, but even with the loss our, of the money, initial that, our initial thing, the first thing we said in our first month of podcasting is any publicity is good publicity. This game is still doing very well. Yeah, it's a shit show, but it's still popular. People still know about it. <laughs> um, the worst thing for a game is for no one to know what's going on with it. And everyone knows what's going on with Cyberpunk. I think this is going to be an evergreen title. It just started off pretty rocky. They're supporting it. Um, and these shareholders are just kicking a puppy waltz down like a dick. I think that was actually really well put, Zach. Yeah. Okay. Let me rephrase my question then. How much money do you think it is going to take for them to lose before they decide they're cut to cut their losses entirely on this game? I mean, I'm not a finance guy. I wouldn't even be able to give you a realistic number of like what JP, the company. You run our finances. What do you mean you're not a finance guy? Oh, we're in trouble. Yeah, we are. Whose idea was that? <laughs> Yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you said you were good with finances. I say lots of things. <laughs> so, but uh, my point is what I'm trying to say, though, is that this goes beyond just money. I mean, there's value in the reputation at stake here, too, because, yeah, it's going to like they're going to take a hit of money. But ultimately, Zar, I think Zach's right. These guys are going to be fine money wise. But like. I think where the real hit is going to be is like whatever project comes for CD Projekt Red later, because they had such a great start with The Witcher 3. And now their reputation has been pretty badly damaged thanks to what's going on here. And now hearing about these lawsuits, it's just taking more and more hits at like their credibility as game devs. And I think that's when, you know, maybe not now with these lawsuits, I think where they're going to really start to see some hits is in the future when they try and do more things. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you there. Yeah, it's going to be a while before anyone trusts this company with a new game. Well, mm-hmm. well, no, that's not necessarily true either. I think they're kind of back to right where they started, right? Because they had The Witcher 3 and the two DLCs that came out for it, right? And that built an insane amount of goodwill because of how awesome The Witcher 3 is. And then they, now they have Cyberpunk 2077 following that. And, you know, we see how that went. So, yeah. <laughs> yep, yes, we, we yeah, sure did. They, so I think they're, they're kind of just right back where they started because they made arguably like the best game of all time 
and then Cyberpunk 2077, which isn't even close to the worst game of all time. No. That is fair. That's a fair point. Um, but it's just a very bad release. So they're kind of just right back where they started. They're not lower or anything like that. They're just like right in the middle of like goodwill with the public. And are we all at least in agreement that these fucking shareholders are worse than scum? Like, what the oh, fuck? They're the scalpers of the earth, JP. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. And it's not even like it. It's bad for them, too, because like CD Projekt Red is promising to make these things better. Right. And like do better on future projects. That's going to make them more money in the future later than it is for them to shoot themselves in the foot now by suing themselves. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, well, that's that's the whole point of investing. (laughs) It's it's honestly just like it's millionaires that want to be more millionaires, you know? It's so funny how these fucking investors, you know, they're all like, this could be you. This could be you. It's a risky game, but this could be you. And the second they start to lose any substantial amount of money, they bitch out. Oh, I got a lot of takes on that, but that would get us a little bit into politics (laughs) and I probably shouldn't go there. We don't we do not have the time for that. (laughs) Well, yeah, it looks like we got another lawsuit to keep our eyes on. But I guess for now, we kind of covered everything. Is it against us? I'm so sick of getting sued. (laughs) (laughs) So... I can't take it anymore. Zard, take the next article before somebody sues me again. All right, all right. Oh, wait, you're already sued. Anywho. Damn it! <laughs> Netflix is apparently in search of executives to over... or an executive to oversee gaming expansion. So, in, in essence, Netflix wants to branch off into the gaming world, which oh, God. I don't know what you guys think about that, but like we've got a pretty hard and fast opinion on this podcast about businesses and corporations and companies that try to capitalize on the video game industry that ultimately don't belong there to begin with. In the words of Dave Chappelle, you knew how I'd feel. <laughs> <laughs> but no. All right. So, yes. Oh, sorry, so, Zara, what's that? Well, this article is coming to us from rooters.com and is written by Eva Matthews. So thank you, Eva. And yeah, it's another article of kind of what you see is what you get. It's almost like uh, an ad on ZipRecruiter or Indeed.com or something like, hey, hey, we want somebody who designs video games to design video games for us because we think it's a great (laughs) idea. Right. Um, But Interestingly enough, uh, this comes from the article. They already have some sort of interactive programming. You couldn't really consider it a game, but more of like a interactive narrative. Uh, The examples that they listed were Black Mirror, Bandersnatch and You versus Wild. I think there's also some uh, littler kid shows on there, too, that have that same premise. I know Minecraft Story Mode had an interactive mode on Netflix for a while. I thought it was dumb. Um, (laughs) I don't think there's much like it out there, but I'm curious to see what you guys think. Do you think that they're going to find someone good? Do you think that they're going to actually hit the market with a product, either a game or some type of platform to play said game on and, you know, be good at it? Zach, let's start with you. What's your opinion on this? Reggie fees. Oh man! <laughs> oh shit! He's about legendary. Just steps out of the curtain. He's about kicking ass. He's about making games. He's about having fun. 
If it wasn't for him, GameStop stock wouldn't have risen as much as it did. Facts. Uh, I, <sighs> totally not making this was, up as I was I go. gonna say, can we argue uh, that? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Reggie fils That's it. That's all my points. <laughs> That's, that is it. Oh, all yeah. right. Other than that, Stadia <laughs> sucks. And uh, Amazon, it's struggling as well. And so let's watch the struggle train continue. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys saw the tweet from Rainbow Road podcast where <laughs> they, they pointed out kind of like what Zach just is like Google, one of the largest and most powerful companies. This is straight from their tweet, by the way, with all the money, information and resources in the world is still fl- uh, floundering at launching a game streaming service. And then it's Netflix, but it might work for us. And it's like the thing from Arrested Development. Yeah, yeah. no, exactly. And, and we've been saying that for anybody who tries to step into the video game industry, like especially companies that have already been established for something completely separate. I guess I think I have so many questions uh, about this. JP, I what were you saying? Is, I, I was going to say, I think it's so fucking funny that they're like, Oh, no, 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 no. We have credibility in making games. We made Black Mirror Bandersnatch. (laughs) Okay, I am a big Black Mirror fan. It's one of my favorite shows on Netflix. I played Bandersnatch. All it is is a choose your own adventure book. Exactly. From the point of like Markiplier did the same fucking thing with his YouTube channel multiple times. That is not the same fucking thing. Hell, it is not the same fucking thing. In the 80s, they had those those weird like murder night cartridges for games where it was basically just a movie that they recorded seven different times you know that you know that meme that goes around of like the girl going i'm not like other girls i listen to billy eilish and wear striped shirts under my (laughs) t-shirts that is how i that's exactly what i feel like netflix is doing I'm not like other streaming services trying to unnecessarily get into the gaming industry. I have Black Mirror Bandersnatch <laughs> and we have Stranger Things and you versus Wild. This is going to be a flop. This is going to be a huge fucking flop and they're going to be standing there asking what the fuck they did wrong. They've got Black Mirror Bandersnatch. <laughs> Peaches, and- I don't think we got your opinion yet on this. Sorry, JP, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 I'm done with I'm done with my brand. I, I have a bit more of an open mind to this. I think that the chances of it working out are low. However, I wouldn't mind seeing a good game streaming platform. I just don't know if it's going to come out of Netflix. It could probably not, but I am not holding my breath. If only I, there were some <laughs> multi trillion dollar company actually they might just be a trillion dollar company that's still a lot more money than i'll ever see in my life was like developing (laughs) some sort of cloud-based system and they're struggling with it with 20 years plus experience yeah yeah. see that's the thing is like i don't have high Mm -hmm. hopes but if it works out it could be really cool i don't expect it to but but yeah i'm yeah chess i got yeah i like what you're saying i got your back I do appreciate the contrary opinion you're trying to offer. I I do. Because, like, I don't want to make it sound like I don't want to see anybody ever succeed at doing this. It's just, like, 
part of it is the motivation, right? Like I've tweeted about this. Like I don't feel like Netflix or any company that has done this so far has wanted to make a genuine attempt at getting into the gaming industry. I think that they see it what they think is an easy cash grab and that gaming getting into the gaming industry is going to be fucking easy. I genuinely think that I don't think that any of these people give a shit about video games. That's why I'm upset. All right. So I think pretty much the consensus of all of us is that they don't really belong in an area where they should be making games. Now, I got a couple more specific questions. Kind of dig in a little bit. Think back to when Lauren said that we feel too uh, exclusive. We We need to invite our viewers into this discussion here. Viewers, are we being too cynical? Are we, are we too hating? Are we just assholes? Are we too hating on these guys trying to get in on the video game business? Well, you can take those opinions and shove them up your butt. <laughs> or post them on Twitter where JP promises to be nice. Also, that was also not a part of my contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we just signed stuff and it's fine. Guys, are we the haters? <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, I got a couple specific questions for you guys. Uh, okay. let's talk right off the bat platform. How, how are we going to use this? Are they going to have like their own Roku type device? Are we just going to be able to do a sub tab straight from your Netflix page? Um, wh- how do you think we're going to play games on this? I'd like to go straight from Netflix. Honestly, like if you could go straight from Netflix and just like play a game off of it. Holy shit. Right. Oh yeah. Just open your app. Anywhere, PC, phone, Roku, or other streaming stick device. Yeah. Even consoles. That would be phenomenal. Yeah, no, that's that's exactly what I'd like to see. What about you guys? I think what Netflix has going for it, if anything, of as opposed to everybody else who has done this so far, it's that they all Netflix already has that TV access, you know? Um, but the question is like Okay, so you have the program that could actually run the games, you know, because it would be really cool, like what you guys said, to just see a tab that goes straight off of Netflix, the TV show and movie service into Netflix, the gaming service. Well, the next question is, okay, are they going to have a controller? Yeah, that was actually going to be my next question, but I was going to let Zach answer first. Well, I'm two (laughs) steps ahead of everybody here (laughs) and two steps behind at the same time. It's really fucking weird. Doesn't that just put you exactly where we're at? So I think <laughs> it would be really easy to just make a new Amazon Fire Stick or whatever, put a Bluetooth transmitter and let it play nice with every controller. Um, that way they can just pick it up and go. I mean, there's like even that app with the X Cloud where you just literally attach your phone to your Xbox or what, your Xbox controller. And I think the way to do this right now is just to play nice until you can get cutthroat, which nobody can get cutthroat right now unless you're Microsoft, Nintendo or Sony. And really, it should just be Sony. Oh, yeah. That's a good point, Zach. Maybe the reason why this has failed so much is because everybody's, you know, trying so hard of, no, this has to be my service with my controller instead of being like, yeah, 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 just we'll ease you into it, buddy. Just come on in this. It's great over here. (laughs) Right. Like, I'm just sitting here like Steam lets me hook up my PS5. I don't know if I had a PS5 controller. I don't know why I said PS5. If I had one. (laughs) If I had one. Oh, Timmy Turner. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> when I found out I could attach my Nintendo Switch Pro to my PC, I was like, this makes so many more games enjoyable on my PC. Like, I don't know. I just think game companies are trying too hard. Or the new game companies are trying too hard. Can we call them game companies? 
No, that'll let that'll go straight to their head. <laughs> <laughs> they did it, guys! They called. Did you hear them? They called Like, no, no, no. I got. All right, I think we have. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you have more, Zar? Yes, I. To conclude this article, I have a tinfoil hat theory of what I really think is going on here. All right, and it's it's a very quick one, so just stick uh, with me. Do you just me. make Let's... a new one of these tinfoil hats every time I tell you to throw the old one away? How much? Who's giving you tinfoil? Oh no! What's going on? Is is my power going out? Illuminati. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> crackle, crackle, static. Okay, so. <laughs> Does everybody remember what Netflix started as? Mm-hmm. Uh, it started as a mail order movie company. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. would pick online a movie. They would mail you a movie. You'd watch it. You'd send it back. Well, there was also another service that did this exact same thing called Gamefly. But it was it was targeted towards video games. Holy shit. I forgot about Gamefly. Yes. You see where I'm going with this. I don't think... We're going to see this through the app. I don't think we're going to see it through a fire stick. I think they're just going to straight on take up Gamefly's business. I mean, they might have the other stuff, too. But no, this was all a plot to kill Gamefly. Netflix had a vendetta from the very beginning. All right. <clears throat> Article three. Uh, we ready to go? Ready to- no. Hold oh. just a minute, because I've got some things. First of all, Gamefly is dead. I don't care if I can go to their website and they can mail me a game right now. Their service is dead. I don't know a single person who uses Gamefly. I don't know how they've kept in business. I think the website's for show. I think if you tried to get anything from Gamefly, they would mail you a sticky note with the words IOU on it. I'm sorry. And the only other reason why I'm like hesitant to even like kind of entertain the thought is because most games now are digital anyway. What are they going to mail you? A code that expires? They're just making sure they never get back up. Gamefly, you stay um, down. If you you stay the, dead this time. If you want the quick answer on Gamefly, uh, Gamefly, the rental gaming rental company, will be uh, shutting down a streaming service at the end of the month. Variety reported earlier this week. This closure comes after just over three years after the streaming service launched in 2015. So it closed in 2018. See, Netflix, you did it. Now you don't have to make your shitty game streaming thing. <laughs> you did it, buddy. Gold star. And Mission accomplished. you guys just got two articles for one talk segment. That's pretty nice. That's value. Yeah, Woo. that, the, that uh, quick snippet comes from TechCrunch. Do we want to move on to talking about Summer Game Fest now? My man. Yeah, yep. yeah I'm Summer done. Game Fest, baby. Let's do it. So this article, can I, it says squad, so I'm going to get to read here. Respawn Nation, right? I get that right? There's not, nothing I'm Respawn Station. Right? That's what I said. You're doing great, sweetie. It's coming to us from Nick Savak. Everything you know about Summer Game Fest 2021. So basically, this is E3, but without the title E3. All right. So Summer Game Fest is returning for 2021. Did you guys watch it last year? I know it was kind of a thing, but it was kind of boring. So I stopped watching. It was like, wasn't it last year like spread over like multiple months, which maybe. Yes, I think you're right. I feel like it was every other week or every week there was some kind of new update and it started off with something that was all right, but then it kind of fizzled out pretty hardcore. Is that is that fair to say or am I just pulling out of my butt? I, I think you're probably right. I think it like they even mentioned this in the article about how the, the multi-month approach for Summer Game Fest really killed hype for Summer Game Fest as to compared to like a bunch of news all at once like there was an, an E3. Yeah. 
So, um, an expo. And what's cool is they have more than 25 gaming publishers who are supporting this event. Uh, there's going to be uh, likes of Sony, Microsoft, and Epic Games. Um, so three really big names, especially having Sony in there, because Sony is not going to be at A3, but they are having a direct. Is it soon? Next week? Hmm? This Thursday. Uh, state um, of play. Yeah, state of play happening this week. When this episode comes out, the state of play will be tomorrow. Cool. Hype. Um, so I'm sure there'll be some good things there. And then, guys, there's so much stuff. Uh, let's see. So they did learn from that. Uh, what did you call it? Peaches buy bi monthly thing is what it was basically. Yeah, so the kickoff. Yeah, weird multi month approach. Yeah, yeah. The kickoff will be June 10th. Then there'll be an Ubisoft Forward on June 12th, a Steam Next Fest on June 12th, and EA Play Live on July 22nd. So we still have that multi month, but there's some hard dates so to look forward to. Um, I do think it's going to fizzle out and get lost in the shadow, but that's kind of just me predicting a little early. What do you guys think? I mean, this coming right after E3. Um, so Ubisoft Forge June 12th, Steam Next Fest is June 16th. E3 is June 12th through 15th. So it's kind of like a preview and a conclusion for E3. Okay. Okay. I appreciate that. Now I know what the timeline here is like. Um, It's hard to say how this is going to go because like what's interesting here is we have developers who are showing up to E3 but not this and then we've got developers who are showing up to this but not E3 Sony is the perfect example of that so the question is what is happening like what is Sony going to show at the summer game fest that they didn't want to show at E3 I guess is what I'm asking because right now they're picking and choosing what they want to do and I'm just using PlayStation as the example by the way I could say that I could be saying that about any of the other publishers here I could be saying that about Ubisoft I could say that about 2k Epic Activision Blizzard Uh, maybe not Blizzard because they're Blizzard but anyway well no you're right though Sony is really standing out in the crowd lately with all of their business decisions from Discord to not being at E3 to being at, at this summer game fest it's just a little confusing what they're doing, but I think they got a strategy in the works here. Can I point out two I certainly hope so. uh, things here that I find noteworthy, like two people, two partners that are coming to Summer Game Fest? What's that? We got Psyonix and Riot Games coming to Summer Game Fest, and I mean, I don't know what Riot Games is going to show. I mean, they, I know they got other games in the works, but are they just going to show like a League of Legends ad? And Psyonix... Like, all they do, as far as I know, is Rocket League. So, are they just going to, you know, show more Rocket League stuff? Or, like, do these guys actually have some new game stuff to show? Do you think they're doing, like, an eSports thing? Or do you think it it just is maybe, like, new game hype? I don't know about Psyonics. I haven't heard about a new game from Psyonics. I know Riot Games has some stuff in the works, but it's, like, years off of them being, like, something you would show, as far as I know. Hmm. It's probably, like, new characters and maps or something like that. New and, heroes, I in guess. League of Legends, no new maps. Maybe, maybe like in new characters, I don't think they would announce. Like they, they wouldn't come to a place to show a new character when they could just drop it on YouTube and get the same reaction. You know, that's true. Here's, that's true. As long as Czar put the stupid tinfoil hat on the table, I mean, Riot yes. is also working on Valorant. That's true. You know, which definitely had its time in the limelight. It's definitely died down a little bit by now, but the, I mean. Valorant was in beta for a while, right? Maybe they've got some Valorant news. That could be something they could definitely flaunt. Yeah, no, I agree with that. That'd be pretty cool. But Psionics, you're totally fucking right. It's probably going to be something for Rocket League. I would love to see them develop something new and just see what else the studio could do. But at the same time, Rocket League is 
so timeless. Honestly, it's just such a Rocket solid League game, two, baby. It's such a solid, unbelievable game. But at the same time, Rockstar probably thinks the same thing about Grand Theft Auto. And I am so fucking sick of seeing Grand Theft Auto 5 <laughs> be ported. So, hey, it's so coming to the PlayStation sick. 5 in November. I'm aware. <laughs> just wanted to, to make sure because I've been seeing ads every time I click on any page. So just want to keep you in the loop. You're ready to spend another $60 on and a GP. Again, like another one is Sega. What the fuck is Sega going to do with we this? We talk about this all the time. They got some Total War stuff to show. They got, I, I don't know what else, but I know about Total War. Fair enough. Is uh, Total War 3 is coming and out kind of soonish? Like it's coming out this year, maybe in the fall. So what about, so let's talk about some of the developers that are showing up to the <clears throat> Summer Game Fest and to E3. So Xbox, for example, Xbox is in an interesting position where, you know, it's kind of a call and response where Sony's put their cards out on the table and I'm pretty sure they're just about out of cards. They've got a few more tricks up, up their sleeve, but really, I mean, what we see now from PlayStation, besides what we see on Thursday in their state of play is what we get. So that's kind of leading me like, okay, Xbox, it's your turn. What's next for you? Can we please, please have some fucking Halo news? So, Czar, as residential Xbox guy, what do you think we might see in Summerfest that we're not going to see in E3? Well, I don't know necessarily if there's going to be much we're not going to see in either event. I think it's it's pretty much Xbox likes to party. You know, they like to be there as long as they can and let everyone try out all their stuff for as long as they can, because that that in length, that lengthy exposure really just kind of instills a huge attraction to their console, I feel. And so I think they're going to plop a ton of stuff before E3, just a bunch of hype stuff. And then kind of while E3 is going on, dig closer into the gameplay mechanics, the graphics and all of those other juicy bits about the games that we want to see. I have I have no doubt in my mind that Halo will be there. It is coming out later this year. Hopefully it's been delayed a few times. You know, hopefully they're going to have a perfect product when it finally comes out. But I, I think we're going to get pretty much everything we need on that before it comes out uh, during E3. And then other than that, some of the, the highlight games that we've talked about, that's what Xbox is all about. Absolutely. The other glaring thing about what I'm seeing on this list, um, no Nintendo. Maybe unsurprisingly. Uh, Zach, how do you feel about that? Uh, there'll be a Nintendo Direct and it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, but why are they holding out on us compared to all... Even Sony decided to hop on this train. Why is Nintendo holding out? Because uh, they don't... I don't know. I guess they don't need to? Of course they do. We have no idea what Nintendo's doing. They're a one and done. They just... They come here to wow and then walk away. That's kind of what they do. They just show up when they want. Sometimes they wow, but they definitely walk away. <laughs> but <laughs> sometimes we wow, but we always walk away. <laughs> you know, another interesting uh, person on this list is Blizzard. Is Blizzard just going to show more wow stuff? Or like, do they actually... Yeah, they're going to show new screenshots from uh, uh, Burning Crusade Classic. Because that's, uh... that's a thing. Yeah, that's true. You know what? That's actually that's actually going to get a pretty solid reaction out of the crowd too. That's uh that's probably going to get a lot of people pretty stoked. <laughs> I was being sarcastic, JP. Fuck Blizzard. Lols. <laughs> well, 
look, obviously fuck Blizzard, but I don't know if there's many other games that have had as big and consistent of a player base as World of Warcraft. Diablo 4 question mark? Mate. Yeah, that checks out. Perhaps. So they could do the uh, Diablo Immortals. It's coming out soonish, I think. Oh, boy. <laughs> do you not have phones? We all, we all have phones, right? Who doesn't have phones? Okay, the last one that I wanted to talk about was Mediatonic. This is the developer that did Fall Guys. Uh, what do you guys think we're going to see? Fall Guys 2. Fall Guys 2 Electric Boogaloo. Basically, that's actually a pretty good title. It really is, and it actually, unlike all the unfunny Electric Boogaloo jokes we do on this podcast, that would actually make sense with what the game is. Right? But I mean, seriously, it does have to just be more Fall Guys news, right? Uh, does anybody believe that maybe they actually have a new project in the works? I mean, maybe they're doing Hatoful Boyfriend 2. I, I just Googled Mediatonic Games. That's exactly oh boy, that's what a- I did, too. <laughs> that's a shower. They have. No, I think it's going to be all Fall Guys. I, I've heard a lot and I've seen on Twitter and other social media platforms a lot more rumors of a Fall Guys 2 other than an entirely new project that they're working on. See, why do a Fall Guys 2 when you could just keep the current Fall Guys and release just like a like a, a season pass kind of thing? I feel like that's all. I asked the exact same question about Overwatch, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> because money, of course. Because money. Money, 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 and money. I think that's I think that's really it. Um I'm excited for every event we've got coming up this summer. Summer Game Fest is just, in my opinion, just another... It's icing on the cake because we already had so much to look forward to. But damn, boys, that's some tasty frosting. Yeah, I mean, Summer Game Fest uh, gave us some pretty big announcements last year. Uh, You know, with Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 and Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about time. So Fuck yeah. uh, Maybe we'll get something big this time, too. And before we move on to some quick takes and game releases, is there anything else anybody wants to throw in here? Uh, no. Uh, onward. All right. For our quick take. Guys, the Normandy is in No Man's Sky. Yay! What's what's Normandy? Is that, is that a Mass Effect thing? That's a Mass, Mass Effect thing. thing. They, they, they put it in No Man's Sky. You can't fly Wee! it, but you can have it as a frigate. Upcoming game releases then? Yeah. Is that is that really it? Just the Normandy and No Man's Sky. <laughs> Normandy is good. and No Man's Sky. Happy, that's it. Happy face. Yep, that's all. I, I assume that's just like collaboration with Legendary Collection. Or they just wanted to do it. Well, it's just you know it, it, it's kind of a double edged sword. So I'll, I'll elaborate on my quick take here, um, but only slightly. Um, so it's a double edged sword. Actually, it's it's a lose lose because on, on the one hand, if I go play uh, No Man's Sky to get the Normandy. Then I'm taken out of my Mass Effect time, but if I don't, then I'm losing out on my Mass Effect and my No Man's Sky. So I don't know. Life is just one fucking conglomerate of pain and despair for you, isn't it, Peaches? Yeah. I mean, I'm on my third playthrough of Mass Effect One, but now I have to miss out on this as well. It's just like, what? What's the fella to do? I hate you so fucking much. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Nobody hates me more than me. <laughs> All right, who wants to do some game releases? Yeah. Can I do them? Do them up, JP. 
upcoming game releases on May 27th, we have Earth Defense Force, World Brothers coming to PS4, Switch, and PC. We have Oddworld Collection coming to the Nintendo Switch. We have the Idol Master Starlit Season coming to PS4 and PC. And we have the Longest Road on Earth coming to PC. On May 28th, we've got Wonder Boy, Asha, and Monster World coming to PS4, Switch, and PC. We also have World's End Club coming to the Nintendo Switch. On June 1st, we have Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection coming to PS4, Xbox One, and PC. We have Operation Tango coming to PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X slash S, Xbox One, and PC. We have The Elder Scrolls Online Gates of Oblivion coming to PC. World of Warcraft Burning Crusade Classic coming to PC, and we have Wreckfest coming to the PlayStation 5. Now for the hype up one Did upcoming you say game. I'm sorry. Did you say breakfast? Breakfast? Yes. We breakfast. get breakfast on June 1st. Breakfast. <laughs> My mom's making snacks. They're healthy snacks, but they're snacks. Get some orange slices for oh. after the soccer game. Fuck yeah. Yay. I hate soccer. <laughs> <laughs> but I love some orange slices. All right. So I tr- I like how you typed in hype up when I'm copying game. I don't know. World of Warcraft. I guess I'm tired and want to play Mass Effect. That's nice, yeah, buddy. I mean, I did this at three in the morning. I feels. And I feels. I, I, you promised you were going to get on a better sleep schedule. I didn't promise shit. <laughs> All right. So, Zach, you've kind of given us some of your opinions on Burning Crusade. Um, is there anything you want to add to it that we haven't already talked about? Oh, it's the same game you played in 2008, maybe? Uh, 2009, maybe? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm mad at Blizzard. <laughs> I get... <laughs> Wow, you are <laughs> mad at Blizzard. So, um, if you support them, you smell, but I also understand addiction as well. So, it's fine. We're fine. It's just like, what else is there to hype up? I guess Oddworld, but I don't know anything about Oddworld. Do you guys? Zar I mean, knows I, a little bit about it. I do. I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty cool, I guess. It's going to be... Actually, no, I'd have to look into that. I don't know if it's going to be just the Abe franchise or if it's all the Oddworlds. Give me one sec. I mean, for what it's worth, I'm currently playing the newest Oddworld on PlayStation 4. I've opened it up. I've started it. Um, It's interesting. But is it good? I just feel like I have no idea what the fuck is going on. Oh, that is. That, I, I just looked at it. That's actually really cool. Um, The three games on it appear to be uh, Stranger's Wrath, Abe's Odyssey, and I don't know. Is that Munch's? Maybe like Munches. I can't remember the other name of that right now off the top of my head. But those are some pretty solid games. I I might actually pick that up because I was a huge fan of Stranger's Wrath. Uh, JP, I actually showed you that game last time you were at my house. It was it was the one with the the arm crossbow and he shot live ammo at people. Oh, it's so much fun. You got to understand, I was so taken aback by grabbed by the ghoulies that I just needed time to process what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. It, although this game, I will say one more thing about Stranger's Wrath specifically. There was a really cool dynamic that was not seen at the time. And that's your character is basically a motorcycle. Like you run around a big open world and you shoot the things and everything. But when it's time for you to go, you go full motorcycle and go on all fours and just start booking it. 
And that's how you uh, move around the world. No horse, no flying, no fast travel necessary. You just go. Well, all right. So that's what we got. A little bit of salty World of Warcraft to hype up. And of course, check out Oddworld if that sounds interesting to you. It really is. I can't wait to learn more and about it. Definitely the game. check out Mass Effect Legendary Edition, you know? Peaches. It already had you its time. You have had your time. Okay. Go sit in the corner and think about what you've done. And also, give me back those orange slices. You already had enough. <laughs> <laughs> give me back my fucking orange slices, you bitch. All right. So on Saturday, Zach is hosting an episode of Music Mayhem. We are going to have a fantastic time with that. I'm a little worried about Zach hosting anything, but here we are. Zach, please be merciful. Never. Oh. All right. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Until then, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of the podcast, and we'll see you in the next episode. You just got your game tea. Zach. Zach, you have a line. Bye. <laughs> Later. <laughs> if you like what you heard today and you're looking for more ways to get your game tea fixed, check us out on Patreon. With bronze, silver, and gold tiers starting at $2 a month, there are several incredible rewards you can receive for supporting the show, such as a follow from us on Twitter, access to a monthly Q&A session, an invitation to our private Discord server, and even bonus episodes of the podcast only accessible to patrons. Your donations will be used to make the show even better. The link to Patreon is in the description with our social media, so go check it out. Once again, thank you so much for listening to the Game Tea Podcast.